Hello and welcome to the His and Hers Boxing Podcast. I'm Lee Costello and I am joined with you by... Neve Campbell in 2021. Happy New Year, folks. We are back. Happy New Year. Lee, do you want to do your... Lee spit off some really good rhymes right before we... It wasn't a rhyme. I just sort of built up a cluster. And, and then he was like, was... are you recording this? I was like, no, I'm not. It was, it was really fluid. It was really natural. It was really like <laughs> built with the momentum, with the snowball. And like it's happening right now. Like I'm doing it now. We're getting sharper. We're faster. We're bigger. We're better. And we look even better because we've got all of our brand new stamina, that sports gear. And mm-hmm. um, with the boxing club, we look fly. You're wearing some of it now. I am. Lee's actually wearing box raw right there. But (laughs) they they don't supply me with anything though. So, but if they're listening, (laughs) uh, if you want to jump on that sponsor chain too, by all means. Um, yeah, we are back with a bang, and here, what a bang it was. That sounds a bit sexual. What a bang it was on Saturday night. Still sexual. I know, still sexual. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's plenty of wee girls looking at Ryan Garcia feeling sexual. Art. Or boys, he's a handsome guy. Here, very true, very true. A really, really good looking guy. But yeah, so called him the Instagram boxer. Um, What's he got, like 8 million followers on Instagram? Do you know know what, right? He has, I am nearly positive at a few drinks on Saturday night, uh, right before my dry January began on the 4th. Um, But I am nearly positive he had like 7 point something million on Saturday. And then when he won that fight, it's a mass to Mm -hmm. another million. Because I reckon all the real fight fans... Are now being well, like standing even, up and looking and taking note. UK fans and stuff like that too. Yeah. But um, no, Ryan Garcia. Yeah, I mean he isn't just a hate machine that we 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 thought he he might be. You know, uh, you never really know until you throw them into deep water until you see what they can really do when they're up against you know someone established and someone with uh, the sort of reputation and experience. That and Luke who's Campbell fought has. the type of fighters? And then even better, like even better, he, he he got put down. You know, in the second round, he got hit with an absolutely beautiful shot and it was hard not to feel like it was like ah look he is you know he's a show pony he won't, yeah this yeah. is as far as he can go you know he's being exposed to because luke campbell isn't famously known to be like a massive hitter by any means but uh he is a fantastic boxer uh southpaw caught him on the counter um with a flush backhand uh, you know and it, it, it was a stunning shot and the way even ryan garcia fell like his like right arm went like in under mm-hmm. his back and it was one of them, you know. He's demonstrating like, here. Again, no one can see. Yeah, it was, it was awkward. The, it was very awkward. Yeah. But my point being, though, the legs buckled. Yeah. You know, they did. And he got up and the fair play to him. I mean, like, he fought on. He did really well. Um, and then he was, like, he was the aggressor most of the fight. And, you know, and, and you can't help but appreciate that. But he was smart with his aggression. You know, he kept going um, downstairs to go upstairs. You know, like, feet into the body, hit into the head. Feet into the body, hit into the head. And everyone knows about this left hook he has. It's mm-hmm. really, really big left hook. It is. It's like an absolute whip it I'd love him to like you know them we have one one of them uh, gadgets you stick it on to the boxing bag yeah, yeah. And, then, and then you like hit it and it and tells you, you your part oh here the Yanks would love that too I know they love their stats but we're going to talk about <laughs> what's what's up with the uh, Americans and their commentating and stuff but um, yeah no we have one I'd love to see what like just his left hook yeah. is like I mean it's all the, the kid has mastered it and he kept hitting it upstairs uh, Luke was very wary of it, very smart with it, and um, faints to the top and just whips it to the body, completely stole Luke Campbell's soul. It was just one of the, you just, it just, his, if you could do, uh, if anyone here is good at editing or whatever, like if you, if you do a graphic of his spirit just flying away with that shot, you know, and him dropping to I the can floor. I can do that on TikTok. And he could not get up, like, I mean, it was, it was a, a stunning, stunning shot. I think as well because yeah, like, like you were saying, we were like on Saturday night. Um, everyone was like, 
Luke Campbell could win. He definitely went on points. He won't knock him out. He hasn't got that knockout power. So whenever that did happen in the second round, mm-hmm. the second round too, and then Garcia went back to the corner and his coach was like, you dropped your right hand. Like, that was your mistake. You dropped your right hand. And he did. Like, he did. I don't care what anyone says. The wee lad looks panicked. He's not well-trained enough yet to, like, keep the complete cool. I think he was so shook. And I think, like, until now, he hasn't fought anyone maybe of real substance like Campbell. And he was like, oh, my God, like, people actually can't hurt me. But, yeah, like you said, he came back. And his speed also as well. Like, yeah, there's the power. But, like, the speed of his punches are just a pure flurry as well. Like Yeah, no, I mean... um. He hasn't got the best head movement in the world, but uh, like he, he stands still. He's kind of easy to get uh, hit. Uh, but that's only because like his in his head, you know, he's so like occupied with hitting you. Do yeah. You know, like, like what's boxing? Oh, don't you know? Hit and don't get hit. But his he is, just goes forward. Hit, 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 yeah, hit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like forward. that's what he does. But like it, it is it, at least he goes forward like a variation of shots. It's not just like a. a I was going to say like a Josh Warrington. I mean, it's not like Josh Warrington doesn't throw a very a variety of shots. But like I don't know, Josh Warrington to me is like a bulldozer and I'm not like discredited him in any way. Yeah, you no. know, he's he's like the fittest boxer I've ever seen, stamina ways especially. But uh Luke Campbell is just I don't know. He's more speed and like and he is flash, like don't get me wrong. Like do you, you mean, know, them shot or, Do you mean Garcia? Yeah, Ryan Garcia. I was yeah. like, What? He's more speed and, and he is flash, like uh, he does these these sort of mad shots that look good and, and you know, they, they do look good but they're also effective. So not just an Instagram they also, boxer. They also look good because the wee lad looks good. Like at the end of the day, you can't yeah. blame you can't blame the lad for being like a good looking a typically stereotypically good looking wee lad and they're trying to pot, like pawn him off as that like with Oscar De La Hoya, like Golden Boy, like he is the new Golden Boy and I'm not really sure I'm buying it. I, I know Oscar's probably trying to do that to, mm-hmm. to market him, but I'm not really buying into that either. Like I don't think they're the same type of boxer if you know what I mean uh, no I mean, ugh, I, mean I, I don't suppose you can be anyone in boxing without first being having, having to be compared to someone and because it's like a Mac, the, the Mexican link and all the rest of it too and yeah sort of thing do, um, I do think it's funny as well like we were saying that is much. do you know you only have one minute back in the corner yeah. like for the coach to talk to you and his coach was talking to him in Spanish which he hasn't got a clue uh-huh. and then he has to have a translator and I was like you got sixty seconds to get words in there. That is mad. Like I know, I know. Um, him and Canelo, big mates too. Just Canelo are big mates, and here fair play to Canelo because Canelo and Oscar De La Hoya are not friends. <laughs> they really, really hate Definitely each other. Not. But you know, they like Canelo obviously stomached it. You know, to support um, Ryan. You know, in the changing rooms and things like that. He probably just give Oscar the cold shoulder or whatever. I know. It's funny that you can get so saucy in boxing, isn't it? I know. Salty. A saucy or salty? Is like a bit of both? Oscar is a bit saucy, isn't he? Uh, either or. <laughs> saucy and salty. There's the title of this show. <laughs> I think. I think as well. Like, and this is one thing we were saying afterwards too. Like it's Instagram is just such this is the way boxers are probably going to have to go now and I know Ryan got really big in boxing when he was like way like he is very young what he's 22 mm-hmm. but he obviously got big into boxing whenever he was in high school and yeah he does have 8 million followers now or whatever and TV show as well like he acted and yeah um, oh did he I thought there was a documentary there was no a, no there, he, he did act he, he was like a it was sort of like a karate kid kind of Right. He was, he was like in school and he had like a girlfriend, but he wants to be a boxer and he, you know he's got to juggle it with all the but here, problems that a teenager look, has. If someone had to come to me, if I was that good as a boxer, I remember as a teenager and was as good looking as that wee lad and being like, do you want to be on a TV show too? You'd be uh, like, yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. Grab, I mean, grab it, every chance. It is hard to look good, that good when you're boxing. Look, take it as a, a pale Irish kid <laughs> who just goes red. Yeah. And pants. Against the ropes too. Yeah. I, I, I get rope burns. Uh, like, yeah. Why do these boxers never get that? <laughs> that's, that's a real problem. I think, well this is what I mean, but here I do actually think there's a Netflix documentary too, just about him and his journey. So that's oh, yeah. actually what I was referring to. But yeah, so he's everywhere. He's the most, that's the whole, 
there are stats. I was like, he's the most marketable boxer, but he is the 12th. Actually, factually, he is the 12th most marketable athlete in the world. Mm -hmm. Not sure who comes above him. But um, yeah, like, you know, it's not his fault. And at the end of the day, you know, where we were like, not slagging, we were like, no, this is so typical. Like these social media influencers sell people, but he is better for boxing than the likes of the YouTubers. Like the kid can box and that is why he's famous. And he's going to attract proper young boxers to the sport so like it is good for the sport at the end no, of the absolutely. day you no know, here look the boys cracked it um it's easy not to like them because of all Aye. that stuff too because you're so used to not liking influencers because they're just so freaking annoying and whatever but you know the guys get talent on any and no one likes seeing someone that has it all do you know what i mean yeah. so it's, it's envy like it's complete envy so no fair play to him absolutely and, and he, he is a he, boxer yeah and he boxed brilliantly that's what i was saying I and mean, even that shot that he threw it was very canelo-esque you know yeah mixing it up downstairs upstairs although you know it's sort of the opposite uh ryan was like beaten to the body and then finished with a headshot but Canelo always works upstairs and then he ends it with a not always but like even like Kovalev that, that yeah, shot yeah, yeah. you know the big left hook to the body um, on, or to the head on the other hand I do feel I know we're meant to be unbiased and all the rest of it I was finding myself rooting for Luke and I just do feel bad for Luke like he keeps getting yeah, his no, chances he and... boxed brilliantly as well you know I mean he was really in the fight despite what uh, the commentators would have you believe Jaren. it was very frustrating uh, listening to them I'm going to get into that in a little bit more detail and by detail I mean rant slavering. But, uh, no look look did box well um, he like I just feel there were so many times like even in the second round right in the end next round blah blah he was doing well but like he was getting really good flurries of shots in, and then we were just like oh my god like do not take your foot off the pedal now do you know what I mean Aww. but then it's so easy to say that and I say that every podcast like he is that bit older like well substantially older he's like 10 years older isn't he 11 33 yeah. yeah 11 years older and I was just like keep going and then like Garcia I think absolutely blew himself out at one stage before the the knockdown or whatever mm-hmm. and he was gassed and we were like right Luke Go for it now, because he like had his hands up and he was blocking them well. But yeah, no, I think I don't know as well if there was a psychological edge. Like I mean, he got booed so badly. The fight was in Texas, so random. It was in Texas, and it was a, like Dallas, six o'clock in the evening, and there were fans there. Do you know what I mean? Like there were American fans there, all yeah. rooting for Garcia. So he did have the home advantage too. Um, see, like bookies ways or whatever. Like would would Garcia have been the favorite? I uh, oh well over here the bookies that I checked I actually had Campbell as a favorite. Um, I thought Campbell would win. I thought he made it, it may just prove it to be too much. Uh, but a lot of that was based on what we don't know about Ryan. Yeah. Um, and he did. He came up the other end. And you know what? And this is this is where you really got to respect Ryan. Okay. Well, I mean the ring walk, cheesy ass. This is what I was going to say. But here, very like like Mayweathery, taste even taste and furious. Uh, I think it's more Nas. Um, uh, lavish. Young. Uh, I'm gonna do what I want, and there's nothing you can do about it. You know, because when I get in the ring and you really want to hurt him. He's just gonna knock you out, you know. Like it was that, that sort of air about it. I'm not saying he's gonna. Yeah. Like I just thought because of fury coming in that. that remember did. fury came in on the throne and it was like yeah, the longest walk out ever. I mean, but you gotta have that pizzazz and boxing to get anywhere too. He's like, sort of called King Ryan. Um, although the zone no, commentators didn't know that they kept calling him Pretty Boy Ryan. There's Pretty Boy Ryan. I was like, but that wasn't that's not his nickname. Like oh, I don't know why why they say that. So it just made it just sounded weird. It was just like this this commentator says like he's gonna groom Ryan. Was that um, that was Oscar's name? Was it not? No, no. Pretty pretty boy there was Pretty Boy Floyd before he became Money Floyd. Oh my God, yes. But, and then like... Everyone just called Oscar Lohey Pretty Boy and Sugar Ray Leonard as well. Like, Oh my God. So that was the other... You know what? I'm just going to get straight on the commentators because <laughs> I, can't, I can't ignore it anymore. Uh, I can't. First of all, like, I mean... Do you know what? They, they sort of took it away from... Because they overhyped him so much, even during the fight, 
like things when he wasn't doing well like at the end of the second round he got knocked down and he gets up and he's like that they were literally that's all they talk about that's what champions do champions get the up heart and of a lion heart of a lion like they were just like overselling this kid who I just got flattened on his back I don't think that any like proper research in front of him I don't think that a fucking clue and uh, they were just no. like right but like cliches so it ruined the narrative of the whole fight because they kept him on like a pedestal a pedestal the entire an fight unrealistic so pedestal. it's almost as if he never uh, uh, you know got knocked down and was in any sort of trouble uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. which then takes away from the credit of him fighting back you know getting up off the ground and then getting the stoppage with himself you know it was more it should have been more Rocky-esque yeah Um, like he you know, <laughs> came up against this established far older fighter that has, yeah, you know, has the, fought a lot more bigger names you know, albeit I mean, lost the reputation of Pretty Boy was just strange right uh, they kept <laughs> comparing him to Os- Oscar <laughs> De La Hoya uh, which was I've, I mean look alright whatever like, they sort of like both Mexican heritage but fair enough like, compare it once or like whatever. why do you have to keep doing it like, then, you, then, this is, then they started comparing him to Sugar Ray Leonard yeah. just like Sugar Ray Leonard, do you know what I mean? It's because of the looks, though. It's because of the, the greatest looks. of all times. I mean, because like Sugar would have been like, uh, and against Marvin Hagler, cheesy, and he would yeah. have been like, um, you know, he would have been very flash and things, you know, and he's got speed, I suppose. I don't mean I suppose like obviously he's got speed, but I just mean like if you, you, you're, you're clutching at straws to say oh, that. Oh, I get you're that picking Ryan's big names like that. You know what I mean? I mean it's absolutely ridiculous. So was it, uh, didn't understand any of the comparisons, and then just the actual things that they were saying. Then people do not know boxing. I don't care what anyone says. So everyone knows that like Ryan Garcia's big punch is what? Or his left hook? Yeah, exactly right. So and this is this is literally, well, so we we're talking about uh, the fact that Luke Campbell's a southpaw. Yeah. Right? Oh, fuck I. Do you know what I mean? I forgot this. And then, like... <laughs> I so remember this happening. Ryan's sort of like... Or, sorry, Luke's sort of just like fainting the jab, throwing it out there, keeping him at range, waiting for the counter, as as a lot of Southpaws do, little low. Foot outside his foot. Yeah, like yeah. That. All the basic crap, right? Um, You don't even need to talk about it. But um, they were just sort of like, yeah, so Ryan's going to be looking to get that uh, left hook. But uh, and, and he's up against the southpaw, and you know, so it probably suits him, you know, because the jab works well against the southpaw. The, the left hook works well against the southpaw. The jab, and I was just like, does it? Well, like surely, like anytime you come up against the southpaw, you sort of have to completely rearrange your jab. You know what I mean? You got to set it up. You got to get your foot, even when you get like get your foot on the outside to get uh, away from their backhand. Yeah. You know, you sort of lose your own jab from yeah. that situation. It's all limbs. So yeah, exactly. So then, like, yeah, your left hook becomes something of a weapon. But it's it's more awkward and it's not it's not the shot that you want it to be. I mean, it just becomes much harder to set up, which yeah. makes this finish all the more impressive. Yeah. But the, the fact that the commentators were just talking about that in the first place, you know, was whatever. And then they actually say, and this is a genuine quote, um, Ryan Garcia doesn't really move his head, but when your hands are so fast, you don't have to. <laughs> like, what was that? What does that mean? <laughs> like, why would you not have to move your head? <laughs> like, is he punching I, himself as I well? I think that's meant to be a bit of hyperbole though. I think that's meant to be like exaggeration. Like he's that good that you can't catch him anyway because his hands are going 90. I'm not, yeah. oh my God, I'm not defending him. But I'm, I mean, this is that typical, I'm sorry to any Americans that listen to us. That's that typical like Americans love a bit of exaggeration, a bit of drama. Oh man. A bit of, you know what I mean? Like Awful. It was absolutely dire, the commentary. And like, like, it really riled us all up against Garcia. I was like, this is actually not this wee lad's fault. No, it's not. You know, and, you, and then I go back and watch it. Like, and I never thought. Like, we we, we slate Sky Sports from terms of bias and things like that sometimes. Uh, um, oh, Miss like, Matthew, like, wish Matthew Macklin was on that you, fight. You know, Adam Smith and stuff like. But I do like, like for I the do love like of God, at, at least they give some. You know, like Adam Smith. Oh, Jesus, the no stuff. Of fight, yeah, you know the, the I mean? no like, stuff. I, like, I, I love it when you know when there's a knockdown. You know, Adam voice or Adam Smith's voice like raises the roof, like proper commentary. Mm-hmm. And then Matthew Macklin, you know, he's got a brilliant insight into the game and stuff. 
Um, I don't know why the zone don't have like a boxer co-commentating with whatever you call that tit that does it with them. Like some a real like is Andre Ward not available? Like he used to do loads of fights. Yeah. He's so smart. He's so intelligent. Like is he knows? with? But he with someone uh, like ESPN or someone? I don't think he's saying anyone, but like you know, I mean, just just for example, I mean, they're sure there's loads of people. Like they kept getting what do you call him, Boo Boo Andre on, uh, <laughs> the, the W. <laughs> that is you call. No, no. <laughs> just his lazy face, um, Boo Boo. There, right. such venom in the word Boo Boo. I've never like, seen it before. He is the most boring fighter, right? Uh, world champion, WBO middleweight, all the rate or super is it weird? middleweight, um, great. Uh, fair play to him, but he is a boring fighter and an even more boring and deluded person. Like, like pundit. The things he comes out with and whatever. It was just like, oh my god, I want... You know, and it, it, it was like so painful you couldn't switch it off. You like, I had to hear what they were going to say next just so yeah. I could turn to you and like give off about it. Um, it was, it, that, that was that was half the battle. And so then you've got Luke Campbell and obviously they thought about this like in the production meeting. Okay, we've got this English guy. We don't know anything about him. Because I, I know we don't know anything say. about boxing. Yeah. So who do we bring? We've got Ricky Hatton. Garth A. Davies. Garth A. Davies, right? But they also had nothing to do. They were in a separate... I actually think they might have been in England. They were in England. Oh, they, they were, were in England. Yeah, they were in Manchester, right? In a separate I, I think production it was room. It was in England anyway, right? So <laughs> this is what... It would go to like... They would just gas up fucking Ryan Garcia the entire uh, three minutes of the round, regardless of what was happening in the round. Anyway. I, oh, I, yeah. And Ryan was doing brilliantly as well. But like, this is what I'm saying. They're diluting his performance uh-huh. just because it was so like, God, it was like poison to the ears. Um, but anyway, <laughs> then it would, it would go, bell rings and it'll go, okay, and now we're going to go randomly for some reason to Ricky Hatton and Garth A. Davies who are sitting in some random room in England somewhere. Um, it wasn't well set up either. You could tell it was like a really crap green screen or something. No, there was a screen. like, And this was just like a little tick box exercise to say they've got the a Brits. British guy on, yeah. British people on to talk about the a, a British boxer. So like there was like a delay to get there because like it's different time zones and like, you mm-hmm. know, the feed gets through. Mm-hmm. You've only got like one minute in, in, in oh, a no. space. Uh, and then it cuts to who? Garth A. Davies, who takes an age to explain anything. Anyway, <laughs> I mean... Like if you I, if you're gonna do it, I would just fly Ricky Hatton over. Like who doesn't want to hear Ricky Hatton talk? Right, say so I was gonna say too, and I, I don't know. I really haven't looked into this. I don't know what the crack is with COVID rules at the minute and all that crack. Texas obviously had fans. I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to fly someone over, but I do agree with you. I think they should have actually had a British commentator and an American commentator instead of it just them two. Amart, like you know what I mean. Oh, you say that, but like when we we in England they could host like a, a okay, like two Adam, Americans and Adam you'd have two English people, like no, or whatever. I know, true, true. I know what you mean, but yeah, someone needed to be there ringside, British yeah. boxing, well, knowing mean, the crack. Like by the time Garth spitted out whatever metaphor that he was trying to portray, or, and like spat, would, spat out Lee Garth wouldn't like you saying spit it. You know, like he tries to be so eloquent and long-winded, like it does my head. In. It's the wrong well, sport for it. <laughs> I don't know. Remember when he compared? Uh, yeah, I know. This is what we all said. It's something about the ballet. It's uh, Joe Calzaki in the ballet. Yeah, he compared it to the ballet. I can't remember he started. What it is. He started naming all the, these famous ballets or whatever. Like I can't even. I can't even do it. But anyway, by the time they got that, <laughs> like then the the woman it breaks over and we're back into this fight and it was just like. So what happened? <laughs> you know, like I you, also, you missed the whole thing. I also, yeah, I think it was taking too long for like if they had like earpieces in and there was like a the producer in America being like right lads we're coming to you you hear Ricky being like Ehh. I'm like Ricky Hatton obviously knows what he's on about don't get me wrong oh so does Garth like, the man is a boxing expert and journalist but it just would have been better to have someone like that ringside talking to the presenter who can we also say she's the highlight of the night oh she was brilliant 
She she's English, isn't yeah. it? I, no, I, I, see, I, actually, I don't know why I thought she was Australian, but she is English, I think. I know, she's Irish. Um, we need to check it. Do you know what? She was very good. She was uh, good. She does know her stuff and whatever, but oh my God, did she get on the whole farcical nature that was the zone just commentary yeah. and setup. I, I mean, I don't know if I'll do it justice. I don't know, if she, was, I don't know if she was told that. She basically turned around Garcia's da and was like talking about like all his accolades and you know how great he is and Instagram boy and all and she was like that's some sperm you got there yeah that's some sperm you've got there that's, that's what she actually said on TV to Ryan Garcia's dad to millions of viewers across America and the world and I actually think we should just call him sperm boy not Instagram boy not pretty boy Garcia not King Ryan sperm boy sperm boy King sperm spermy <laughs> spermy spermy's here if you were a fighter and you are like spermy's gonna get you I'd be like get me the fuck out of here <laughs> intimidating Possibly. Um, no, that terrifying. That, definitely. That was brilliant. So it was. Um, I think everyone like had her wind it and be like, did she? Did she actually just say, here, pay him one ninety nine a month for that alone? Fuck the commentator. That's what I want. I know. No, here it was fantastic. Like I mean, everybody really enjoyed, like. I mean, I have no problem with like. It was, she tried to make a joke. Oh, okay. Came off a little bit weird, but it was funny. Like, I shouldn't say. At like, least it was funny. <laughs> she could have said something far worse. That's some ball sack you got she there. She could have said something a lot better. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's face it. Um, speaking of talking as well, who else do you get in for the big fights under his own? Uh, I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. Did you see him? The one with the gimpy eye and the, he looks like a... Uh, oh my God, the guy that was doing like David Diamante's job. What do you call it? The ringmaster? Ah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, they obviously don't, they don't, they don't splash the cash or I don't know if... Um, he, he looked like Forrest Whitaker. Uh, Forrest Whitaker, you know who Forrest Whitaker Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in King yeah. of Scotland. And here, like whatever. I mean, if you're good at your job fine but like he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't like so uh, the camera all pans over to Luke Campbell because he's like seen as like the B team you know, so he, he he comes in first you know because they're, 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 oh they're both they're both God. up for a, they're both up for a vacant title here so there's no champion as such but they obviously agreed in the pre-match contract that like Ryan would walk sack and it was Ryan, Ryan's like on the A side and stuff I forgot about this so anyway all come back to me camera pans till Luke Campbell pans to Shane McGuigan uh, around the whole stadium, there's these like flashing lights that are blue, and they all say Luke Campbell, Luke Campbell, Luke Campbell, all across the place and things. And then he just starts describing. Garcia. Yeah, like this pretty boy. He's got like the you know you know. He's only twenty two years old. He's only twenty two years old, and I was just looking. California, I think. Yeah, and then he was like, his, his trainer got like trainer of the year last year, and I was like, she didn't get trainer of the year last year. <laughs> and then he just starts, and he's like Ryan Garcia, and then the whole camera goes, oh god. <laughs> and then they have to like but then, spin the whole thing around was that so much his fault or the production team's fault it was fault? clearly his fault it had to be his fault someone gave that man a script like, but like he... whoever walks first that's who you introduce first I know and I don't know they're both in the ring at this stage like, it's just as simple as that and he couldn't pronounce Shane McGuigan's name so they finally did get round to them so like Luke got more uh, airtime actually than I, Ryan Garcia did I also think Luke realised the camera was on because he was just sort but of like he didn't expect it because he, he understood I know he knows I know. how boxing works so funny <laughs> just know? bossing about the whole also, thing is a I mean, apart from the fact that it's like a streaming service, and and I, it's one ninety nine a month. I know, and I love, I love the build up. I love all the shows that come with it, like in the docks and things, and and the the wee like seven minute videos that they do, like um, you know, building up the fights. Oh no, it's American, a good setup. Oh, they're the best at promoting good fights. They're the best at it. I love it. Like you know, I, I grew up watching twenty four seven. What's it called now? It's like oh, uh, it's not HBO. It's ESPN now. I uh, they have they have their own version. It's not twenty. Sweat, blood, and tears. You no, know, is it? Uh, Blood, sweat, sweat and tears. tears yeah 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 is that what it is uh, and it, it's and basically it's a that, of that yeah. yeah it's that like unlimited access and you know and you've got this narrator with an awesome voice who just like 
builds the whole thing as though it's um, some reality show. Uh, and all it is really yeah no it is I mean so I suppose I think that's all I wanted to say about the, about the terrible production value but do you know what but do you know what it's because you all like you also work in the media and stuff like that too I think everyone noticed oh no 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 100% right but my point is we wouldn't have like a 20 minutes to talk about it if it didn't happen and I think that in itself is mm. good marketing now I'm not saying obviously they didn't mean to do all that stuff but like I honestly find it almost more entertaining when shit like it happens no, and it gets yeah. you really riled up for like I was really see whenever like Garcia did one I was like fuck's sake and all and then I was like do you know what this is not this wee lad's fault but then I was like on, on a side again I was like look it's a commentator's fault and then the, some boss brings it a crown and puts a crown on his head and I was I like know. oh Jesus Christ yeah. here we go <laughs> Uh, that, that's all down to him and then, and then fair play to Ryan too he went straight on the mic and started calling out uh, Tank Siobhan to do mm-hmm. these and then he got right into uh, Devin er, Devin is Devin Heaney uh, Devin Heaney's yeah, you're thinking of Tevin Farmer aren't you yeah, no I don't know like mixing up the names just yeah, I'm going into him like you know, well, Devin out. was there, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Devin's Sit, beautiful. Sitting, calling them all out, like you know. I love I, him, and I think that's brilliant, you know, because like, so we we can see his, you know, and 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 Ryan's still tweeting today about like how like, oh, Javante Davies' career will be tainted if he doesn't take his next fight. I mean, obviously it won't. I mean, if anyone's going to taint Javante Davies, it's Javante Davies. It's Javante Davies. Like it's he does not need cheated. anybody's help yeah. to taint his own career. Yeah, yeah. But um, the man's an awesome. And hey, look, you, I mean, have we seen? Everything we're going to see from Ryan Garcia, you know, there's still loads of questions that needs to be answered. Can he beat Javanta? Maybe. Do I think he will? Probably not. He definitely I mean, will beat Devin Haney. I just, he seems too easy to hit. And Javanta is an absolute but monster. But, Lee, you don't gotta move your head that fast whenever your hands are moving that fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to keep repeating this. Do you know what? I mean, this lightweight division is absolutely... Lit. Insane. Lit AF. Insane. I think Tiafimo beats him too. Well, he does, yeah. Tiafimo's the best in that, that division. I, to, I, to be, like, I know, but I mean, like, no, like you didn't mention him there, just I know the other two because he's not really. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm just because they, they got to reach him, you know, he's like number I know, one. I know. Uh, and then it goes like, so like Tiafimo Lopez. I think. Well, like, let, let's let's not. Let's freeze. Like, Lamachenko's not in it at the minute. Let's just say, let's say, because I don't know if he's dropping back down or if he gets the, the Lopez rematch. I don't think Lopez is entertaining it, to be honest. Uh, but let's, so let's just put Lamachenko to the side mm-hmm. and talk about these, like, upstarts that are coming through the ranks and whatever. We'll so, say them four there. Yeah, so Lopez, I think, number one. Then you could tank, maybe two. And then it's Devin Haney Garcia in my head, I think. But, like, honestly, honestly, in any given day, anyone of them can beat the other. Like, like that, that, that body shot and knock any of them out. You know? Do you think, now I know this is obviously early days, but do you think this could end up being like, remember like the four, the four kings? Back the four the kings, yeah. I mean, like, as long as they all just don't go off the rails. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed I'm just thinking more of Javanta than, than okay, But then that is like the four the kings, because like Duran, you know, he, he was he was never on the rails. Um, I don't compare him to him, though. I'm not young. <laughs> but this is the thing. They're all like 21, 22, like, know, 23. Know. You know, like, they're insanely young. and uh, So they could like, create... Uh, what's the word like where they all fight each other like, it's like a, not a battle royale that's all at the one time like a round robin like a yeah yeah yeah, you yeah. Know, no I get you um, and as long as they just keep because like you know you could see like I could like Ryan Garcia maybe knocks out Haney but and then loses to Tank but Tank loses to Haney you yeah. know like things and like that could happen you know because that is so possible that's the level that these fighters are and they're so young that you know you can't you can mould them you in any make, way but you can make these fights now and then mm-hmm. have time for the rematch and by the time trilogy fights come down the line and whatever between the four of them uh, you know there'll only be like 
28, 29. <laughs> you know? Well, hopefully that does happen because... And who knows it'll come through after that. Oh, God, yeah. And hopefully that does happen because... Uh, very seamless segue here uh, I'm going to do here, Lee. Uh, you know, you're saying like hopefully they get these fights now and 10 years down the line, like it still isn't too late. But something that is too late, a lot of people think, is the Kelbrook and Amir Khan fight, which Eddie has said today, I think it was, that, that there's talk, there are talks now, there's talks about it. Oh, God. And it's like, I, I think he's basically like, it's coming, but they're both 34 now. A lot of people are like, like even, even the journalists writing about it are like, no one really wants to see it. They talk two Hanes in their last fights. Like. I know. No, hold on. Oh, no. well, Amir Khan, sorry, came back with against that. Amir, I, so the whole thing was like, Amir Khan won in Saudi Arabia against an absolute nobody. That's right. And then, Brooke, yeah, okay, Brooke lost to Terence Crawford, absolutely no shame in that, but he, I think, pretty sure he won the fight before that, did he not? Yeah, yeah, but against I'm these still all stars and whatever, like, you but know, still, um, I, just, I, just, I just think it's a pitiful end. It's nearly better be in the fight that never was at this stage. In saying that, as soon as it starts to get built, obviously. Oh, you know I'll be all for it. Like, I, I, purely because I, I like Kale. Yeah, I've always wanted Kale to knock out Amir Khan to be completely... I don't even mind Amir Khan. Like, he was some crack and like, oh, I'm celebrity I'm in here and all that jazz. But he's just, I do believe, and I know there's going to be speculation, I believe that the, fight, that the reason that fight never happened is because of Amir Khan. It is, though. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So I feel like Kellbrook's getting lost. Stick like no one wants to see it. You're a wash up to him. Like it's not his fucking fault. He's a wash up. Like you know, look at look at what he's done. He like yeah. he's broke both his eyes off. That's fighting the best. That's weird though. So is Kell and Eddie Hearn talking again? The way they had a big fallout. Eddie Hearn went a mad ramp. I actually, AFL. I actually think Eddie said. Now I don't have the quote in front of me, but it's been on like Talk Sport and like, Daily Mirror and all that sort of stuff. But mm. I think Eddie was like. He's been talk- he was actually talking to Amir. Amir's in Dubai, living at the minute. All right, okay. So he's like, I'll be talking to him. But then Kayla said a load of stuff like, I don't think Amir actually gave a quote, but Kayla's just said stuff like, look, Amir Khan is happy fighting bums for the big Saudi paydays. And he is, because he got paid loads uh, for that. Yeah, yeah, of course. It was like some fucking diamond belt or something, wasn't it? Like something uh, ridiculous. And like, I don't know, I don't know if Kayla's point is that he won't take the fight for that reason, but I do think... Kel, I think Kel's sort of making this point too. Like, it's not about the money for me. Like, I don't care if it's a big payday or not, but it would be. I think it'd be a big enough payday for them. Like, okay, like it just wouldn't be what it was. You know what I mean? Like, they could have. There was a stage where I was like, God, could Wembley do that? Could it, oh well, a football stadium with some description. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Like Sheffield definitely oh, yeah. would have filled Sheffield doing it. Um, like, pff, is that gonna happen now? Probably not. He was basically like as well. Like Kelbrook was like, there was a high risk and a high reward, but. The risk was too high. I just I like the quote that he said. He was just like, but that the risk was too high for. Yeah, it was. He, he could never live down the idea of losing to Kiel. Did they hate each other that much? Yeah, and he, uh, yeah, they do. But I just think he's realizing now that his career isn't exactly. Well, this is it. This is the only other payday. That, well, you get them Saudi paydays or whatever. It, then, it. but and then the other thing is another segue. Um, Fury, obviously, yeah, Fury and AJ, that whole debacle still going on, and Fury said himself, he was like. I don't want this to turn into another Pacquiao Mayweather. Do you know what I mean? like, that, that fight happened like five years too later. Did you say that? Yeah. 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 Um, and he said, you know, he's come out now and said that Joshua has no confidence and he could have an early knockout. But again, I think it's just so ridiculous from Fury because I'm like, here's a big man on a big mental health and all. And he's saying like, you know, Joshua's mind isn't right, but... Here we go. You think that's going to happen in 2021? As we've I asked? don't know. I mean, like, COVID's just making it it's just an extra hurdle. He's trying to say. He is trying to say though. I think Fury's trying to imply like I. I want this to happen sooner than later. Covid or not, he's like. Yeah, I. I. I think Covid or not, like go for go it. Go to the bay. Go to the bay. Like don't wait out on the crowds at this stage. Because like, the there bay. is. There will be rematches. There will be everything. Oh, you know, no, like you oh, make no. all your money again. Just, just go for it. And the final thing I wanted to say as well. So I don't know if you know all the stuff Wilder has has come out and said recently about mm-hmm. um, 
So you know we have Fury's trainer, he's called Sh- Sugar Hill Stewart mm-hmm. in the Crank Gym. So Wilders now he said, you know, well I think he said it before, but like he thinks that muscle relaxers or muscle relaxants mm-hmm. were putting his water before oh, the fight, yeah, no, and he it thought is. his co-trainer was conspiring against him. Yeah. Then he said that he thought something heavy was putting to Fury's hand, like gloves. Then he said he thought the gloves were put on in such a way that made his like like Fury's wrists or knuckles go awkwardly, so that whenever he hit, it would be awkward. All this stuff and Fury. Wilder thinks he's numb. Do you know the other thing too? I think about this, right? That is serious sort of like promotion for Fury. Because see him being like, uh, oh, he put stones in his hands. No, he didn't say stones. Uh-huh. So he put something heavy in his hands. There's Fury sitting going, fuck, I really do hit that hard. That he thinks that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's that's bigging up Fury's head even more. Manos de piedra. That, <laughs> that man Hand doesn't even, That man doesn't even up anymore. And then Fury came out and was like, because uh, I was thinking, I was like, this, Fury could sue you. Like Fury could sue you for so much as you saying all this shit if that's proven to be false. Yeah. Which I do I, think I just it is. I just think everyone sort of treats him like the rambling... I like it like that he is. He just he, he's just came across so poorly. Like the loopy veteran he, that came uh, back from war and he's yeah, all like PTSD. He, he first came out it was just like an instant rematch and whatever and it was just like yeah. Oh, he's well, still looking at. I was like well fair play you know you caused the trouble but then he then he messed about that much and then he came out with all these mad excuses and conspiracy theories and all the rest of it like I, I don't really have any time for him anymore to be honest. Um, I think he knows that. I'd have him fight Dillian White. I know Dillian would still take the fight. Uh, Who wins that? Oh, who knows anymore? Like, but I mean, like, interesting. See, there's no, there's no talking like because Wilder still has that like absolutely insane power. Mm-hmm. That's why. He, but this is it. When when you can hit like he can hit, and you're a power puncher, and I mean like a power puncher. I don't say you the know, you, no, uh, he's he's so so powerful that he just knows that he he only needs. To, what is that saying? Like you got to be, you have to be perfect for a whole fight to beat him, but he has to be perfect yeah. for like one second. Yeah, and he has to like do that, and he believes in his power so much. And why wouldn't he? Was he like thirty eight knockouts, something mad mm-hmm. like that? Every single time, you know, touch of death hits you, you're going down, mm-hmm. and he knows it's going to happen or whatever. So like, the thing with power. Uh, punchers is that they become like so deluded they just believe in their power so much that they like and, and they need to do because they completely neglect everything else the, you know I yeah the other parts of their like boxing ability and stuff and, basics and so when they're caught out for that then you know they, no 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 I can't because I've got I've got this the, I've yeah. got the most powerful hand in boxing so I, I, there, there must be something else there must be muscle relax, relaxers or what is it, 40 pound Jinky actually, costumes that weighed him down? Jinky actually believes that though. Do you think he is that deluded or think he's just doing this for... Well, you say, like, like, I mean, does someone in denial really believe the excuses they're making? I'm just saying he's in denial. <laughs> uh, well, maybe, I just thought maybe a lot of it was mark- marketing, but no. Fury was like, I could sue him for defamation for 100 million quid or whatever, but I don't even care. Fury is basically like, get out of my sight, and I'm not fighting again, you're not even on my radar now. But now they have to go through some legal dispute because yeah, they have to get a judge to be like right well I, because there, there is a rematch clause oh god um, i yeah but but then uh he did mess something up apparently yeah Wilder, I, he didn't meet some terms and that no was in his own it. clause and yeah i mean ugh, here look if it's on you know you're gonna watch it but we'd all much rather see Agent joshua fury. fury like big time um yeah that's us from for this week is it like just checking we've it is indeed uh, we started off 2021 again with no notes. <laughs> just yeah. came on and we're like, let's just ramble. Spill it. About everything we watched drunk on Saturday night. But here, we'll not be drunk for a while yet because we're doing dry January. Dry January, absolutely. Um, thank you everyone for listening to our ramblings. Thank you for listening. Anyone that joined us from the very, very start, Bark and Bark. Back in March 2020, you can go back and listen to all our old interviews and episodes as well on any major streaming platform. And as always, thank you to Stamina.Sports, Stamina Sports, for sponsoring us and making us look fly.
with our cool gear. Did you like that, Lee? I did. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at his and her boxing. There's no S because there were not enough characters. <laughs> and we will see you all next week. And Happy New Year and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.